for the streets of Cincinnati. Welcome to the jungle! Welcome to the show. This is Sports <clears throat> with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Ice Man, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the Cincinnati Bengals. Do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,499. I need one more. One more. Come on. Give me one more subscriber to get to 1,000. 500 that would be awesome now exclusively on the youtube chat we're doing super chats so if you like to uh help me out with what i'm doing or if you'd like to make sure your comment gets read give me a super chat exclusively in the youtube chat crew now if you're watching on facebook or twitter and you have yet to subscribe to my channel what are you waiting on 
Give me a subscription. Go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the bell for, bell for the notification. Hit the subscription button, and every time I go live, you'll be notified. And as always, I'm coming to you live from the Ice Cave, and the Ice Cave is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys. Like, let's see here. Who said in the comments? Time to move on. I like that one. Uh, yeah, Ken here. Says, moving forward, Houday Nation. Exactly. That's kind of where I'm at. We celebrated yesterday. It was an absolute blast down there at Washington Park. I am sorry. I tried my best to live stream it. There's so many people doing it. I had a hard time getting a connection. And then my phone died and yada, yada, yada. And I couldn't get on. So I you got to see a little bit of it. But I have a couple of cool things. That happened when we were there. First of all, I got to actually talk to Zach Taylor for a little bit. He actually signed my Jackpot Joey hat, which was really cool. And as he's signing my hat, I said, I said, hey, coach, just to let you know, I'm going to be back up on the bridge here, you know, starting again next year. And he looked at me dead in the face and goes, I know you will. I smacked my son. I said, see, he knows who I am. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. And I had a little eye contact with uh, Darren Simmons. Special teams uh, coordinator. Crypt Keeper, you will love this. He said he'd come on my show. He's got my card, so I'm waiting for him to uh, email me. So we'll see what's going on. Anyway, what's up to everybody else in the chat crew? Crown, Crypt, Keith. Uh, who else did I miss? Orange Arrow, what's up, Haas? Tim, what's going on? Ken, Greg, how you guys doing? Let's move on to free agency here let's real quick here crown says uh ice man there are lots of people there yesterday yes it was it was awesome to see and i said it's moving free agency. let's talk about yesterday a little bit still it was awesome to see um i think there are more people representing the Bengals at that victory or asc victory party yesterday than there was in la i'm like you guys but i saw some of the videos of the Victory, quote, unquote, victory parade, and we're going to run it back, and yada, 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 and super team this, and whatever. I'm already tired of the Rams. Nobody cares in L.A. <laughs> I said that from the beginning. Nobody cares in L.A. We care in Cincinnati. It is awesome. It was cool to see. Mike Brown got up and gave a gave a, a speech. I mean, people were saying, thank you, Mike, which I know Mike Brown has been a, a villain at times with Bengal fans. You know, because of what's happened, but what's transpired. But I'm glad he got the cheer from the fans that he deserves. Because look, he still owns a team, and look, he hired, allowed them to hire Zach Taylor, allowed them to go and spend money, no matter what people say. He still owns a team, got us to the Super Bowl. I'm glad that he got a cheer from the fans, and you know, he was pretty much saying, you know, uh, that we're gonna be back next year. And I yelled that at him, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> so I think we're going to be back next year. But to get there, we know we all know this. We've got to fix our offensive line. And I've had some conversations uh, with uh, with a fat dude sports on Twitter and uh, Akeel, Akeel the Great, or Akeel the Great, I, I, I always get it wrong, on talking about different people that the Bengals should sign. The guy I would like them to sign. And this is... I have two thought processes. I'll go through this first. My two thought processes are, first, if you really go all in, you sign a left tackle and a right tackle, 
and you uh, can kick Jonah Williams inside a guard. I'm fine with Trey Hopkins. I think Trey Hopkins has actually done pretty well. You know, yes, he he he's had his issues, but we always have to remember that he's coming back from knee surgery. My personal opinion, I don't see the Bengals signing three offensive linemen from outside the organization. I think they're going to re-sign Q, and I'm I'm all for that. I like Q. I think he's a good dude. I, that If you sign a left tackle, right tackle, and you put Jordan Williams inside, that fixes it. The other option is you sign a tackle, you're left or right, and you sign a guard. Now, the tackle I would like them to sign is Trayvon Armstead. Now, I know he was injured, but he's played with the Saints. He's supposed to be a good guy in the, in the locker room. He knows Trey uh, Henderson. He's played with Von Bell. Both those guys are, are great the locker room guys, team leaders. He's along the, the same lines. That's the guy I would like them to go after first, you know, and three things I like. I, I Three outside free agents. I would like them to do two offense linemen, either two tackles or a tackle on a guard and a cornerback. If they could sign all three of them, then the draft is where we will be drafting for depth. That's where championship teams need to be. And this is where the Bengals should be, but they're not there yet. We're still drafting for need. And, and at 31, it's really hard to draft for need because there might not be the talent there to fill the spot. So that's why I think you address it in free agency. You get two offense linemen, a cornerback, and then the draft, you just draft for need. That's my opinion. All right, let's see here. Let's get to some of the comments here. You guys are blowing it up. I love it. Crip, I knew you like it. Darren Simmons. Yeah, I like I said, he said he would. Um, because I was like, I don't have your email. And he goes, I got your card. And he's like, I'll contact you. So I have to sit and wait till he he contacts me, Crip. But when he's out there, Crip, I would definitely put it put it out there that he's going on the show. So you can you can definitely make sure you tune in. Chris, yes, who day? There was 3,000 people there. It was there was a ton of people there yesterday. It was awesome. I was in the front row. And, and as soon as Zach Taylor came up, everybody started moving forward. And I'm kind of a big guy. And, you know, I was just letting them kind of push me. But a little while, I'm like, okay, you got to back up. I'm getting crushed here against the bar. But it was a lot of fun. There, Everybody was so excited about the Bengals. And they're all in. So uh, yesterday was a blast. Yes, yes. Yes, these are the guys that uh, we need to resign. Yes, Bates, Hill, CJ will be coming out guaranteed, I think. All others are up in the air. I, I, CJ, I, I, the only thing about him is if he, I, which I don't think CJ is going to do this. I don't think CJ is going to try to get a big contract. You know, I think he wants to come back. He's a team leader. And, I, and as far as that goes, that's a big reason to resign him. I also would like to add Larry Ogajobi on their chair too, because I think um, him not being there in the playoffs uh, was a big loss and it just gives a, a more rotation. So, um, B.J. Hill and uh, D.J. Raider, all these guys don't have to play every single snap. Now, one thing we also have to remember, too, as far as the pass rush goes, because I know a lot of people have said uh, we need to add in our pass rusher. Well, we also have Joseph Osai, who if he is good, if he's as good as he flashed last year in preseason, that'll be huge. That'll be another rotational piece. But, I mean, we can add that in the draft as well. That's why I like to address the big issues in free agents. All right, Greg, what's up? LA looks like <laughs> fools looks like a full shirts of drinking liquor. Yeah, it was I don't know. They were just there for the party. They don't they didn't they don't care like we do. They don't have the passion 
that we do. You know, they, they don't. L.A., there's you know, so much glitz and glamour. And, that's why there was no football team there for 30 freaking years. Anyway. All right. Let's see. Jeff Holmes. What do you know about the Saints off of, offensive lineman who's going to be a free agent? Uh, that's the one I was just talking about. Trayvon or Taron Armstead. According to his offensive, his PFF stats from what I looked up, uh, he played 40, 160, 468 snaps, three penalties uh, total, which is tied for 55th. Uh, one sal- sack allowed. So pretty good. He um, didn't play every snap. He was was injured. He did come back, had a solid year. So that's what I know from him uh, as far as his PFF grades go. I did look up something else here. Let me see. I'll bring it up here real quick. Uh, okay. All right, here we go. This is what PFF says. Armstead grade fell some in 2020, but the biggest reason his war production fell is injuries from kept him off the field. He played only 263 pass rushing snaps in 2021 compared to an average close to 600 pr- the prior two seasons. So he's healthy the prior two seasons. He missed a couple games this past season. So that's the reason it's, you know, now some people tweeted me out said, I would really have a guy who plays all the time. Up until last year, he's played a- almost every snap. So I'm not really worried about him as um, his health goes. Now, I have another one here with, uh, let's see here, if I can find it with the other guards. Where did I have that at? And I can't find it now. Of course not. Of course I'm on the air. I can't find it. Oh, here it is. No, that's the one I just looked at. Uh, is this it? Let me see here. Hang on a second. That's Armstead. I had some more on the guards. Uh, I the top free agents in PFF, and it's not coming up right now. Oh, here it is. Okay, so top interior alignment according to PFF. They have number one center is Ryan Jensen. He's ranked twelfth. Uh, twenty twenty one had one thousand two hundred ninety six snaps. Uh, he had a PFF grade of six eighty seven. 14 out of 39, which, I mean, you could do that. And then if you do that, you move Trey Hopkins into guard. You guys can look all this stuff up on PFF. They will have all the information there. Uh, Real, uh, not the whole line, right guard and right tackle. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm with you right there. That's where I'm at. I think we need to just fix the right guard and right tackle. Now, like I said, if you get a left tackle, you can kick Jonah over to right. You know, that's fine. Um, I, I'm not sold on that. You have that. Some people say, you know, get two tackles and put Jonah, uh, in his guard, which you can do, but I don't really see the Bengals doing that. I think they like Jonah Williams. I really think they're just going to try to find a, a right tackle to be honest, like they did last year, but they could get a left tackle and move him to right tackle. Dennis, what's up? I'm glad Mike Brown resigns, resigns Zach Taylor in the assistant coaches, but I wasn't glad to hear they resigned Lou. Okay. Lou, he's good, but he's not that good. Okay. Uh, Dennis, I completely disagree with this. And, I, and this is coming from a guy who called him, called him Armadillo. The reason the Bengals went to the Super Bowl is because of Lou and Aruma and that defense. So, yes, they should have resigned Lou. Yes, Lou deserved to be resigned. So I'm sorry, buddy. I completely disagree with you on that because if it wasn't for Lou and Arumo and that defense, 
the Cincinnati Bengals would have not went to the Super Bowl. They would have not got off to the five and one start that they that they had at the beginning of the season. They would have not won in Kansas City. They would have not won in Tennessee. The reason they won those games was because of the defense. So, yes, they need to sign Lou Anarumo, and I'm glad they did. All right, Ken, what's up here? Sign a lift tackle, slide Jonah to right, and work one of the new guys. We draft a right guard. See, the thing is, I don't – I. I'm fine with what you said, except I want it fixed. I don't want to slide. So I don't want, I want the right guard fixed. We already went down this road last year. There is no Jamar chase. There is no game changing player that the Bengals can get to do it. So this is the year you fix, you get a tackle and you get a guard. So I'm done with what we can do this. And I'm not giving up on Jackson Carmen by no means. I think Jackson Carmen can still develop into a good guard for us in the future. But it does. It takes a good two or three years, like Duke Tobin said at the beginning of the season, for offensive linemen really to develop. I mean, J- uh, Trayvon Armstead was a third-round pick. So, it, you know, you could get – these guys still can develop into really good offensive linemen. But as far as 2022, we need somebody on that right side that we can plug and play and we don't have to worry about it. You know, it is fixed. It's done. Jackpot's not going to get hit as much. So – that's where I, I want a right guard and right tackle at minimum. Era, what's up? Heard a rumor the Bengals are very interested in Orlando Brown Jr., but that just could be a rumor. Yeah, and that, that's – I'm glad you brought that because that's kind of my my tackles. If you sign Armstead and you sign Brown, I'm good. <laughs> you sign both those, left and right tackle, then you put Joe Williams inside. That, to me, makes our offensive line from eh to really good. So if you really, the Bengals really want to fix this and fix it good, that's what, uh, that's what I think they should do. Yeah, Chris, I know you're talking about the, you're talking about the Rams parade. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, Rams parade was, yeah, it was whatever. I like I said, I only saw highlights of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. I don't want to. I'm already sick and tired of seeing the commercials for uh, buying Rams, Rams uh, Super Bowl shirts on NFL Network because I'm, my TV's like always on NFL Network because I want to know. What's going on? What what's you know the draft? And the other thing too is I want to know, and I've been trying to look this up with the combine coming up. Does anybody out there know if they're gonna let fans in? Because if they are, I want to go. So if anybody can give me information on that, let me know. Natty, what's up? The Bengals need bigger, more athletic offensive linemen. Yeah, but I mean, you, which I mean, they're not gonna replace the entire line. They're gonna replace two guys, I think. Charles, Zim Hootie approached is a good idea. Basically, buying O-line and drafting defense. Yeah, and that's kind of, I mean, that's where I'm at. And I'm not even saying draft defense. In my my philosophy, you buy O-line, you get a, a, a minimum. You get a right guard and a right tackle, and you sign a cornerback. You don't have to say, it doesn't have to be a number one. Just a, a, a guy on the same level as we got Cheetah Bay last year. You sign that, that guy, and he's as good as Cheetah Bay, and, and, he can be consistent, more consistent than Eli can. And, and I'm okay with resigning Eli. I do not want Eli to be our starting cornerback. I think he's good, a good depth piece. But you do that, then you can draft for depth. You can draft offense. You can draft defense. You can draft whatever. You don't have to try to reach or do this to fill spots. You're filled. You get a cornerback, excuse me, you get a, a, a right guard and a right tackle or, or two tackles, it's fixed. And that's what I like. That's that's my philosophy. 
Yes, yes. I think Hill or Ogajobi will probably don't sign both. I don't know. I I I can see him signing both. I really do because you got to look at it this way. Larry also, Larry had a very inconsistent season, so it, it, he's not going to get the big payday. I think that he was hoping. And B.J. Hill, he's going to get a raise, obviously, because he had a great playoff run. Larry's also coming off injury. So that's my where I think there is a good chance that we could sign both. I don't know if we will or not. Just my opinion. It all depends on money because the Bengals are not going to mortgage the future, which I am okay with that. I, I don't – yes, the Rams won. That's great. I think that's the only one they're going to win. <laughs> you know, I think the Bengals are set up to win multiple ones. And that's what I would prefer, you know. I prefer to win one. But if we're going to do it and go on this run that I think we're about to to start or we're actually at the beginning of, I want to win multiple ones. So uh, let's see here. Ken, I'm looking forward to watching those two rookies play from last year. Uh, you mean um, uh, Carmen and Deontay Smith? Yeah, I, I am too. But I'm not willing to mortgage Joe's knees and everything on that right now. And we, our window is right now to go back to the Super Bowl. And right now, we need two guys on that right side that we know are ready to go. I think uh, Jax Carmen and, and Deontay Smith, I think eventually it will be very good offense linemen for us. But for the 2022 season, I want it completely fixed. I don't want any questions on this offensive line. We've went through it enough. Enough is enough. Let's get this thing fixed. I, like I said, Jax Carmen and Deontay Smith can eventually be really good. Um, what the heck is this? Okay, I have to get rid of that comment. <laughs> You're done. Sorry. <laughs> Scrolling out of comments and there's something on there. I don't you, nobody needs to be on my show. Anyway, sorry. But I want the offensive line completely fixed. That's that's just my thoughts. And John, you said we need to re-sign Huber as well. Yes and no. I, I love Huber, but we have Christian uh I was calling Ponder. Uh that they they had on the practice squad and kicked him off and had him on. He's a pretty good punter. I, I would like to at least have it a competition because I love Huber. There's nothing against Huber. He's just getting older, and you have this kid who I think is pretty good. You at least have to have a competition, I think, and, and see what happens there. So, and, and recite Huber, I don't think it's going to cost a ton to do it. Arrow says the only thing about Armstead is he was born – and race Cajun. <laughs> what does that have to do with an arrow? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Yeah, I'm with you, Rio. Lou got us there. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Dennis, let's see here. You want to know why LA fans not really care about when the Rams won because they used used to championships. They're not written now. I mean. Yeah, lately, yes. The the Dodgers won, the Lakers won. Yeah, that's that's not it, Dennis. They don't care because it's L.A. They don't care. About the, you can ask all kinds of people out there. L.A. does not care about Unless you're winning, they don't. They really don't care. So, I, I, again, it's it's not that. They're not. It's not a sports town. It's Hollywood. People are out there to, to, to go to the beach and get famous on TV and be entertain, entertainers and stuff like that. It's it's not people like us, Dennis, like you and me who live and die with our team. You know, it's not the same thing. That's why they don't care. And yeah, they yeah the Dodgers won and the Lakers won, but 
They still didn't care either way, to be honest, when both those teams won. You know, that it, I'll give them credit. It is a Lakers town. When the Lakers win, they love it. They, they support their Lakers no matter what. But that's really the only team that they really support all the time. Samuel, hey, Strawberry Iceman. Saw you in the front row at the welcome back from the airport. Yep, and also at Zach Taylor's signing celebration. Well, that was the AFC Championship celebration. Yep, I was at both places. Natty, Lou is probably a top 10 defense coordinator in the league and is a head coach candidate going into next year. Yeah, he already got um, an interview with the New York Giants. So, yes, I'm, again, go back to Dennis's comment. I think we all are in agreement that we're very happy that they signed Lou Anamarumo. And like I said, this coming from a guy who called, called him Armadillo for two years. So, yeah, is Lou and his defense had everything to do with us making it to the Super Bowl. Like, you can go back to when me and Josh on Tuesday got into the argument about it, you know, about play calling and all that stuff. And and Josh brought the point up. The reason we made there, made there was because of defense, which he's completely right. That's the reason we were there. Defense was the most consistent thing of our entire season. But my point is, once we get the offensive line fixed, we're going to ball out. Because and people say, you don't, we don't ever know what Zach Taylor's offense looks like. I do. When it, against Kansas City, what they did there, that's what he wanted, wants it to look like. So, you know, I, that's what it's going to look like once we get the offensive line fixed. Yes, yes, this team will sign a couple linemen. Look what they did with the defense in the past two years, two off seasons, and the ownership is ready. Yeah, I, I agree completely. That's why I'm – I really think I, – I think they're going to sit – I think they're going to sign two. Like I said, I, I would – I would be shocked if they sign. I mean, now I think they're gonna resign Quentin Spain. I know some people are, are down on Q. Q is a, a very good uh tack or uh, that tack guard. Uh he's he he played well. Yes, he got beat in the very last play. It happens, it sucks. <laughs> you know, he got beat where he can't shouldn't get beat at. He did. But his overall play this year, I, I think has been really well. I think him and Jonah Williams and Trey Hopkins are fine. And the thing is, we don't need an elite offensive line. And we've said this a million times last year. We need an average one. I want a little above average one because we tried to have an average one last this past year. And when we did, and the thing is, everybody has to remember, we lost Riley Reeve right before the playoff start. If we had him in there, I think the offensive line would have would have protected Joe a little bit better. So that's where you have to remember that as well. And, and who knows? Maybe they'll resign Riley Reeve. And again, I'm okay with that, you know, because he played really well. And people say, well, he's old. Well, Whitworth was old, and he still kept – he played five more years than the Bengals or anybody else thought he would play. So age doesn't really have a whole lot to do as long as you are keeping yourself healthy and in shape and are playing at a high level. And Reef played at a high level all year until he got hurt. So I'm okay with signing Reef too, to be honest. Uh, let's see here. Greg. If they do, and I hope they do fix the line, we're going to be multiple Super Bowl champs. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, and that, that's the thing. We're, I was watching NFL Network today, and they were saying, you know, the Rams were, you know, a quarterback away. The, there's lots of teams that they're out there that are, are you know, a piece or two away. And I'm sitting there going, yeah, the Bengals, the team who just played the Super Bowl. <laughs> we get two offensive linemen. Dude, it, it, it's, it's over. I mean, I, I you know, I mean – 
I can't emphasize this enough. This playoff run to go into Tennessee and to go into Kansas City and win boast so much about this team and this confidence and the way this team plays that I think they're going to be so hungry and so focused. They're going to be all in. You get that offensive line fixed. I'm not saying we're going to go undefeated. I'm not saying that at all because it is hard to get to the Super Bowl. It is hard to win your division. It is hard to do this. But they can do it. I believe it. John, what's up, brother? What's going on? All right, Greg. Eli won't sign as a backup. He did this year. That's why he was supposed to be. He was supposed to be a backup. And if he did, he would regress. Eli plays better when he plays more snaps. Now, that you might be true. You know, you might be right on that. But Eli Apple was signed here as a backup. And I don't know anybody who will sign him as a starter. I mean, let's be honest. Eli was good. I love Eli Apple. He's just too inconsistent, and he doesn't have the ball skills that he needs. If he had the ball skills, because, I, I mean, how many times did he have his hand on the ball this year and he dropped it? If he was in the right position, he can't catch it. So, and I love Eli. And I'm not, this is not a knock on Eli. So, I agree. I agree with the last part that Eli, Eli plays better with more snaps. I do agree with that, but I don't agree. He, he might sign as a backup. I think he's going to have to, because I don't know if people are going to, and if he's trying to get number one corner money, if somebody's willing to pay him that, then good luck, Eli, you know, Godspeed, you know, I'll, I'll let somebody else pay him, pay him that money. Yes. Yes. Best scenario. We sign an offensive tackle guard and cornerback. Yep. And in the draft, one of the top linemen falls to us, which it, it could happen. But the thing is also, uh, if you do what we just what you just said there, yes, yes, we don't have to reach, you know, and we can just take the best player available. And that's where you want to get. That's the point the Bengals need to get to. We need to stop going to the draft and and drafting for 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 need. You know, we got to get to the point where we can draft for depth. You know, and that's that's why if you sign to a, a, a tackle and a guard in a corner, those are your three glaring spots. I think you sign all three of those. In the draft, you can you can just go take the best player available, and that's where the Bengals were when we went to five straight playoffs. You know, we're pl- drafting the best player available. Now, Bengals have to do their homework and make sure they draft the best player available. Rio, we need to sign guys who can fit the Bengals scheme. I think they they have they will do a great job. They've done that the last three years, so that's they they have the blueprint to it. Like Zach Taylor has said, we want to get not only great players in here, but the right players in here, and they've done an absolute perfect job of that last two years. And I, I don't think that's going to change. Crip Ice, I think the Bengals need to go back to natural grass at Paul Brown Stadium. I know it's hard to grow grass in the cold weather months, but Jeremy Dybag Dean has some growing lights. <laughs> no, he doesn't, you silly. Uh, no, I don't. I think that's a joke. Uh, no, I don't want them to go back to, to natural grass because it was horrible. They could not. The grass was would rip up in chunks. I don't ever want them to go back to natural grass again. Aquil, here we go. Give me Armstead. This is what you tweeted me earlier today. Lincoln Tomlin, David N- N- Noguchu, Nujoku, resign Bates. Obviously, sign a good cornerback too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I said, dude, I, I would love that. I don't see them signing three linemen outside of the organization. 
I hope they do. Like I said, if they do, I'm good with that. That's great. I just, I don't see it. I, I see, I think they like Quentin Spain. I really do. So I, I, I really think they're going to resign him. He wants to stay here. I think they want him to. So that's why I think Q is going to stay here. And I think we're going to get a guard, a right guard and a right tackle. Arrow talking about why he's a Cajun. Armstead grew up in Louisiana, so he may stay for the team-friendly deal. From what I've read, he wants to get the hell out of there. <laughs> Arrow, that's that's what I read because, I mean, the, the ship is sinking in New Orleans. Uh, you know, the coach left. They ain't got no quarterback. He's got two of his teammates that he played with that are here. It's a team that just went to the Super Bowl. They need a tackle. So from what I've read, he, he wants to get out. Now, the Saints could always franchise tag him. But that was the thing I was trying to bring up. I can't bring up on my phone. But they are cash strapped. So they're they're Saints, I don't think are gonna be very good. So that's why I think he's gonna be available. Akil, I want only one hole on this offensive line, and I want Zion Johnson. I don't want a center tier lineman. I want the cream of the crop. I also want Peening and Ramsey or Johnson or Green. I'm agree. I'm agreeing with you. I am not disagreeing with you. I want the best of the best too. That's what I want. Um, uh, but like I said, the Bengals and Mike Brown still have a soft spot for their own players. That's a detriment sometimes. That's why I think they will sign Q. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I, I you know, I'm not that I hope I am because I, I like Q. But I'm with you. I want to completely fix the offensive line. And we'll be talking about this for about four weeks, probably. Uh, Rio, the only thing is O-line are hard to find. But since they went to the big bowl, hopefully people will come back. And that's the other thing, too. We were, I mean, people went nuts when Gron- Gronkowski said, oh, he quarterback you want to play for is Joe Burrow. Well, there should be offensive linemen that want to come here and block for him. So, And they will be willing to take less money to get a chance at that ring. Which when I say less money, there's still gonna be a millionaire, you know. So it's not like they're gonna be poor <laughs> coming here. So I yeah, I do think there should be a lot of a lot of players that are wanting to come play for the Bengals now. Natty, the Bengals should just sign offensive linemen in the offseason instead of drafting them. See, that's the I'm like, if you that's my point, Natty. If you sign two offensive linemen and you sign a cornerback, then you can draft for need. So, or, or not, you know, I'm not that Jeffrey. You can draft for depth. So, if the best player at 31 is an offensive lineman, you can draft him. If the best player at that pick is a cornerback, you can draft him or a linebacker or whatever it is. You can draft it because those are the holes, but the Bengals still need depth. They, I mean, I would like to get some more linebackers. So, you know, Akeem Davis Gaither, when he gets injured, we don't have to scramble to try to find people. You know, we have depth pieces. You know, when, when, our cornerback that we signed, Trey Waynes, doesn't play. We don't have to rely on E.L. Apple. You know, we could have you know, we have good depth pieces. You know, that that's where I'm at. Is so it's not necessarily okay. Sign offensive lineman, offensive lineman, cornerback, and then go draft defense, which they might. I don't know. Me is go draft the best players available. That's what good teams do. That's what I think you should do. But I'm not in charge of the Bengals. So, <laughs> Crown, what do you got? Prince is a bad Bobby Hart. Now, Prince isn't that bad. Prince had a bad Super Bowl. I will give you that. He's not as bad as Bobby Hart. I mean, he did well when he was thrown in there. So he's another one I'm not willing to give up on. 
I just I want plug and play guys. I want the I want it fixed. Greg, NFL Network gave us gave our oh gave our five O linemen in the Super Bowl two oranges backups and two reds cut cuts. They didn't get yeah they they did not play very good. They didn't then well they they didn't. <laughs> that's 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 the truth. That is the truth. Matt, I know he's a great leader, but when we when are we going to talk about Uzama not actually playing at the high level? Like, I don't know. I don't want to overpay him. No, I'm with you. I don't want to overpay him. And the thing is, though, everybody has to remember this. This offense is not really designed to feature the tight end. That's another reason why I don't think Gronk's going to come here because he won't get the ball as much. Now, Joe Burrow will throw it to whoever's open. But these, the scheme of it is, is not catered toward the tight end. So I'm with you. I don't want to pay Uzama a ton of money. You know, and I, I have a feeling CJ wants to stay here. He loves the city. He wants to be here. Hell, he was going to take a bath in Chile if we won the Super Bowl. So I think there's a very good chance that, that we can get him at a good price price and come back. I Another depth piece, I'd like to, in a draft, possibly, get a tight end, get a better backup than Drew Sample, you know. That's what would be nice. These are the, the depth pieces that I'm talking about. That's why I keep repeating it. You sign a guard, you sign a tackle, you sign a cornerback. You can get depth pieces in the draft. And that's how we get even better. Jason, any chance we cut Hopkins, it, it would save us $6 million of cap space. I mean, there's always a chance. But if you cut him, then who's going to be your center? Then you have to try to sign somebody, which they could. So, I mean, there's a chance. Um, I don't see it. I think they they were happy with Trey and 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 I, I like I said I think they're happy with Trey Jonah and Q. I think those three will be back, and I think they're going to fix. Yeah, but you're right; it would save us money, but you have to be sure that you are going to sign somebody. So I mean, obviously, what I would do is if they're going to do that, you sign a center, and then you cut him. <laughs> so you you make sure you got one. Don't cut him and then sign one, or hope hope to get one. Natty, the Bengals can't wait afford to wait two or three years for offensive linemen to develop. Exactly. That's right. I agree with you. That's why I'm saying fix it now. We got fix it now. And then the guy, young guys we got now can develop. So when these other guys we sign now, their contracts expire, we have again, depth pieces. That's what I keep talking about. We need depth because the thing is we're not gonna be able to keep everybody. No matter what happens when, when the contract, we win our first Super Bowl, yada, yada, or two Super Bowls, people are going to leave. You got to have people that could plug and play that you already have. They've had in the system for the last two or three years, developing and getting better. And you put that person in there. That's what this year to me means. You fix the offensive line, you get a cornerback, and you start building depth in this team for injuries, for future when they leave, stuff like that. All right, Greg here. Rams had three green and two orange. He's talking about the, as far as the uh, offensive line, yeah. Their offensive line. I mean, let's let's be let's be honest here about the Super Bowl. The thing we were all concerned about was their defensive line versus our offensive line, and sometimes that guy on the other side of the line is just better than you. And I'm sorry, Aaron Donald was just better than the Bengals. He just was. It happens. It sucks, but it happens. Augie, my boy, what's up? 
we were at a we were a split second away from taking it. Jackpot has a second half more. We hit or a second and a half more. We hit Chase for fifty yards TD. Sick to my stomach when I saw that. Yeah, I, Augie, I'm with you, dude. I, I put the picture up Tuesday. I, I'm with you. That's what that's what kills me. It it's like and then, and then you you know I roll back. And it's like why could we have signed? you know, another guard or something. But the thing is, he got beat with Spain. Spain was going to be our guard anyway. And like, oh, I, 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 I've went over that over and over and over my head. And I, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I can't, I got to move on. I got, I got to move on. Cause it'll just drive me nuts. Uh, Rio here. Let's see here. Uh, Eli is one of the reasons we were successful, but he is, is an upgrade and or up and down type of player. Yeah. I, I, and Eli had a great year, and there's no, I'm not saying anything about Eli. I, I'm fine with resigning him. I just don't want to get him to be our starting cornerback. I would take him as a backup, which is what he was signed here to do. If somebody gives him number one cornerback money, I said, Godspeed. I hope it works out for you. That's what I would say. Natty, do the Bengals have two top 10 wide? Do the Bengals have two top 10? Wide receivers in T and Chase. Yeah. Are you asking me that? If they do? Yeah, absolutely they do. Haas, Kobe Bryant in the second round. Of course, dude, I, the perfect scenario for the Bengals. This is everything. Now, this got to fall the right way. The Lyndon Bog, I think his name is, the center from um, Iowa drops to us. And then we get Kobe Bryant in the second round. That would be perfect. And then, <laughs> you know, that would be the perfect scenario. We get both of them. But the thing is, and I got to give credit to Arrow. He was telling me about this the other day. I don't want the Bengals to sit there and, okay, we got to get this guy at this point because then we'll be in the Billy Price situation again. That's why I want it fixed before the draft. And then if he's, if Leinenbog and Kobe Bryant are there, you can draft him. If they're not, you can draft the next best player. So that's why it's so important to at least, at least, Get a right tackle and a right guard. You can find, I think they can find a number two cornerback in the draft. I really do. I think I think there's a good shot of them being able to to do that. A better shot than an offensive line because there's not a ton of offensive linemen. There's there are some, and and we might somebody might drop to us. And who knows? You might find one in the sixth, seventh round that could be good. Like I said, uh, Armstead here was a third rounder that I want to I want to sign. So I mean, it, it always just depends, and and the guys we have could develop, but. Gotta fix that line. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a uh, broken record. All right, Jeff Holmes. We definitely need to resign experienced free agent offense lineman and sign more than one because look at what happened to Reef. Just saying. Yeah. No, I agree with you. And, and, you know, that's where I might. You know, we could have had a guard, Zeitler. We could have signed him. They don't want to spend the money on Zeitler. And hopefully, when they might, hopefully they've come to the realization. You got to spend money on guards. You got it. You you have got to fix this offense line. And seven sacks in the Super Bowl. If that and, and again, thank God Joe Burrow did not get majorly injured. He just got a sprained knee, sprained MCL. Hopefully that's going ding 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 ding. You know, to the Bengals and Mike Brown going. If we do anything this offseason, is fix this offense line and keep Joe Burrow upright and give. Just think if Joe Mixon. Has a really good offensive line. He has holes to run through. 
you know, that would be, who knows what he could do? Who knows what this offense could do? It's just really exciting to think about. Crip, Kobe Bryant will be there in the third or fourth round, but yes, I hope they get him. I would be shocked if he gets past the second round, to be honest, Crip. Now, that's me and my Bearcat homerness, you know. I, w- I would love to get Sauce, but we're not getting Sauce. Sauce is, Sauce is going to be a top five pick. I would love, and I heard Tony Pike talking about, you know, packaging stuff up together and going to get Sauce, up, moving up the draft, which I'm okay with. But I mean, if you can do, if, if the way Lou has this defense schemed, you don't necessarily need a number one shutdown guy. If you can get somebody who's just as good as Cheetah Bay on the other side, and you got Mike Hilton in a slot, and Von Bill and Jesse Bates, the secondary is so good playing together. You don't necessarily need a number one. You know, you're not going to pass on this side. You're going to take this guy out. You know, the number one wide receiver, you're gonna take him out every game. That's just the way this this defense is designed and the way they play. So that's where I would love to get Sauce, but I don't think they're going to get him. And I'm not willing to trade draft picks because. Like I said, we need we still need depth. And that is and that is another thing that I don't want people to to sleep on. This isn't a very deep team. We got we have extremely lucky of how healthy this team was. Next year we might not be so lucky. Remember the year before 2020, we weren't healthy at all. We got injured and the guys behind them were terrible. So we got to have depth because the chances of the Bengals being as healthy in 2022, as they were in 21, odds aren't great. So, again, I, I keep saying, free agent, offensive line, cornerback, draft for depth. Augie on the grass thing here. No grass. It look, uh, it would look like look like Cleveland, uh, I think, in the 90s and early 80s when they painted the dirt green. We're better than that, exactly. Exactly, and I think I think uh, Crip was was a joke. Uh, I see a cool Armstead is a top top two wide zone left tackle. No reason not to sign him. Right. Agree with you completely. Yeah, and I say put him at left tackle, move Jonah over to right, go get a guard. I think we're good. And I, I, like I like this one too. Uh, left tackle Orlando Brown played with Mixon at Oklahoma. Mixon tweeting him. To come on, oh, really? I did not see that. Now, I, now, I think Orlando Brown. I think he played right tackle this past year in Kansas City. I could be wrong on that, but I think he played right tackle. But the thing is, if you could get um, Armstead and Brown, and you kick Jonah, but just think of that Jonah Williams at guard, he'd be a freaking mauler. You know, <laughs> you know. I, I mean, you put him at left or right guard because Q could play both of them. You know, that, he would be an absolute mauler. If they were doing, I mean, my dream scenario would be assign both those guys, put one at left, one at right, and put Jonah in a guard. And we went from a not very good offensive line to, I think, a great offensive line, in my opinion. Haas. Unfortunately, he won't be there in the third for our pick. If they want Bryant, they might have to reach a bit. Yeah, not in the third. No. I think Bryant, will, I think there's a chance Bryant will be there for us in the second round. I just, my opinion, I mean, it's a draft. I have no idea actually what will happen. Aquil, only Trent Williams is better than him at our scheme. Don't overthink it. Sign him, please. Yeah, I, 
And I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're, I really don't. I think they got one thing and one thing in mind, and that's fix the offensive line. And I know some people are like when Zach Taylor said, our offensive line got us to the Super Bowl, which he's right. Our offensive line got us to the Super Bowl. But Zach Taylor is not the type of person or coach to throw his guys under the bus. You know, he's not going to sit there and say, oh, yeah, we got to get rid of, uh, 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 of, 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 uh, keep it down, G. We got to get rid of uh, Prince. We, we got you know, we got totally revamped this. That's not Zach. He's not going to throw his guys under the bus. So, and let's, it, if you guys remember, back in 2020 when they drafted Jackpot Joey Burrow, we all knew they were going to draft Jackpot Joey Burrow. Bengals never, they tried their hardest not to lead on to it, that they were going to draft him. They never said they were drafting him until they actually drafted him. So, we all know they're going to fix the offense line. We all know they're going to do whatever they can to try to fix this thing, even though they're probably not going to say that. That's just that's just the way I look at it from what they've done in the past. Ryan, bring back Reef for depth. Can play each spot. Yeah. Um, but he was a starter last year. I... Yeah, he, the only reason he didn't play is he got hurt. I don't see him coming back because, I mean, he's getting older. I don't see him coming back to be a backup. I, I don't I don't see that, my opinion. Arrow, Uzama had a career year this year. Yeah, he did. And and one thing, you guys watched me last year or, or 20, 2020, whatever it was, when Uzama was hurt, I, he tore his Achilles. I kept banging the drum saying, look, CJ's a good tight end. I was like, him and Joe have got a connection. They don't play three games together, but I, I can see it. So, I, like I said, again, I'm fine with re-signing CJ. I would like, in the draft, to get a better backup, get some more depth there. I like to get some more depth at linebacker. You know, depth throughout the whole thing. That's where how I want them to be able to draft. And if you sign two offensive linemen and a corner, you will be able to. John, also, if players don't get hurt, you don't get depth from the draft. Also, players, also if players get hurt, you get depth from the draft. I mean, as far as them getting playing time and developing, yeah. But if the players you have behind them aren't any good, <laughs> which not this year, but last year, the year before that, they weren't were good. How do I feel about Moss? I actually like that. I felt bad for him. He he actually got on the active roster. What game was that? I can't even remember. In the middle of the season, he got on the active roster and got hurt. Um, I would like him to be given a chance. I mean, but if they draft a tight end, if they do in you know the third or fourth round, then the, let's be honest, Dad has been in the NFL for two years and he's been hurt most of the time. So that if you're not available to play. Your best ability is availability. You don't have that. It's kind of hard to make it. So uh, if he gets in our shot this year, I think this might be it for him. But I like that. I mean, I like the chemistry him and Joe had at LSU. And I, I'd like to see if they can reconnect that here in the pros. Max had to redo the whole right side and then also attack corner and, and D-line depth. Yeah, and like D-line depth, one thing people keep saying that, which you're right, but let's not forget about Joseph Osai, who was our third round pick, I think, last year. Who, if he plays as good as he did in preseason, right there is some depth right there. I, I we need to go add. 
but like I said, that's the whole thing. If you sign, like, if you sign tackle, sign guard, sign a cornerback, you can get depth in the free agents or in the uh, draft. Vince, what's the chances of us cutting Wayne? Oh, they're cutting him and signing Ryan Jensen. Just wondering your thoughts. No, they're cutting Wayne. I, I would be shocked if they don't cut Wayne. I, I will be absolutely shocked because he has he's been healthy and he didn't even play. <coughs> Excuse me, Ryan Jensen is the, the center. Um, I think for the Rams, uh, Ram- I just looked that up. Is it the Rams? Where is he at? I just had that up on my phone. Uh, here it is. Uh, Ryan Jensen. Ryan Jensen. Hey, um. Yes, Ryan Jensen, center PFF, uh, ranks him as 12th. Uh, his grade uh, was 68.7 and for the Chargers. Um, I'm okay. And the thing, if they sign him, uh, then to me, you move, uh, you could move uh, Trey Hopkins over to guard. But you still have to get a tackle. But absolutely, they're cutting Waynes. I will be absolutely surprised if they don't. Max, what do you got? And Eli Apple is a great cornerback for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I'm like I said, as long as he's not doesn't want cornerback one money, which he ain't getting, I'll keep him as a backup. John, last play of the game in the Super Bowl, it looked like Pinel could have made that play, the wild throw from jackpot if he's running at full speed. See, I don't know. I can't. T- it does from the TV angle. Of it, and I'm just like yelling, like "Go get the ball!" Like you know, when he he flipped it up there. I don't know, you know, it looks like it, but like I said, how close it actually was, yeah, you know, I wasn't there. But for, but you're right on TV, it did look like it was close enough. And and, and the thing is, Zach, and this is one thing I love about Zach Taylor. He admitted yesterday that yeah, he screwed up. Mixon should have been in there, and if Mixon, and the thing is. If Mixon is in there on that third and third and goal or third and or you know the last the play right before the la- the last play where Piron runs right at Donald, if Mixon's in there, does he make a cut like he does? Lots of times he's Donald cuts away from him and gets that first down. And there's so many things that you that have run through my head of what if this happened? What one more play this way or that way? It's a different story. So, and like I said, Zach is going to kick himself <laughs> for not putting mixing it, mixing in there. Mixing should have been in there, but that's what I like about Zach. He admits when he's wrong and he usually doesn't make the same mistake twice. So we'll see. Augie. It's okay. Keep, keep telling myself. Maybe, maybe it's need to play out like that. We win Sunday. Maybe we get content and cocky. Watch how we bounce back. And turn heartbreak into a dynasty. I love where your he- your head's at, Augie. Love it. Arrow, that's why you cut guys during the preseason to fill holes in free agency. Then draft BPAs in the draft. Then you cut down to 53 and sign your PS. It's set up perfectly. Exactly. Uh oh yeah, that's right. Uh, Bearcats, yeah, glad you brought that up. They're playing here at a half hour. Uh, they're taking on Wichita State. Crown wants to know if the Bearcats will win tonight. I'm gonna say yes. Uh, they've lost the last two in a row. They're very frustrating. They they are a very up and down team. Um, 
the really only consistent score the Bearcats have is the Julius Davenport. When he's on, he's on. When he's not, he's not. I, I really like to see Davenport slow down sometimes. You know, he, he's always in such, such a such a rush to fire the three-pointer or to drive to the basket. He needs a mid-range game, I think. And let's be honest, we need more talent. You know, we, you know, Les has got it. Less. Uh, Wes has got to get more talent. So, uh, do I think the win tonight? Yeah, I did. I think the win tonight. I think they'll bounce back and win. But we'll see. And it's, we can watch it tonight on ESPN two at seven o'clock. So after I get off, just go watch the Bearcats. Dennis, no, I don't know what more excited for me. I don't know what the word is. Should the players are going to get or the draft. See what players we're going to get in the draft. I like Christmas. I hope we get an ice Christmas. <laughs> I think you're excited about free agency and the draft is what you're saying. Dennis. I'm excited about both. I'm really excited. Like I said, right now I'm concentrating on free agency because to me, again, it's just like last year. I and mean, this is what I said. The free agency is going to determine what we do in the draft. It did last year. If we did not sign Riley Reef, we would have not drafted Chase. Guaranteed you we would have. We would have drafted Sewell. So, I think, I'm hoping the Bengals will, will learn from their mistake last year. They only signed a tackle and did not sign a guard. I'm hoping this year they will sign a tackle and a guard. You know, learn from their mistakes. Sign both. Hopefully, maybe get a cornerback and draft what you want in the draft. Hopefully the Bengals have several players available at 31 that they had first round grades on and we can trade back and accrue picks. Well, and, that, and that, that's the other thing too, Arrow. And that, that if the Bengals go and do what I want them to do is sign two offensive linemen and a cornerback, that will give them the flexibility to be able to do that, you know, because if you can get more picks and you are drafting for depth and just the best players available, you trade back and you get more picks. That's going to help you out right there. Akil, uh, the offensive line isn't off. The offensive line isn't a this or last year issue. It's been a progressive cancer since Witt and Zeitler left. Yep. Since then, drafting failures on the O line and no free agent, no depth, no inactivity. And the thing is, I'm going to kind of double down on that, Akil. The Bengals haven't done very good at drafting offensive linemen. They've tried. <laughs> you know, they have tried, and they have failed. So that's where I'm like, go sign guys you know are good, you know, because they. I think they need to reevaluate how, what they're looking at. And I'm not saying Jackson Carmen is a bust. I still think Jackson can be good. Um, but he needed to be really good. He For where they drafted him at and what they needed him to do, they needed to be able to plug him in and play him and not worry about him. That's what they needed. That's where they should have went out and tried to sign Zeitler, I think. But they didn't. But I, that's where I'm at. They need to reevaluate their whole offensive line, not scheme, but, but how they're looking at players and, and how they're trying to, to develop them. Now, we had Frank Pollock. We had one year of him, and I do think that's going to help moving forward. But I agree with you. They've tried and tried and tried. That's I'm like, forget trying to draft anybody. Go sign two of them, fix this freaking thing, and forget it. <laughs> Greg, they're going to fix it. I think Katie Blackburn is calling the shots now. 
I, yeah, for I think well, it's it's four of them. I'll put it this way: there's four, it's four involved. Mike Brown is not the hammer. It's Mike Brown, obviously, Duke Tobin, Katie, and I, I think Troy Blackburn has a lot to do. And, and um, uh, uh, Pap, uh, I can't think of his last name. So I think there's four or five of them that are all along with Zach Taylor, obviously. All of them, it's a group effort along with the scouting department. And that's one thing everybody makes fun of our scouting department. But sometimes less is better. You know, you get the, and again, it goes with, you don't need more of more voices. Sometimes you need the right voices and they're all working together. Great. And that's where I, I think it's all a big team effort And there. And look, Zach Taylor feels like the Browns are family to him, you know, and I think they work well together. So, it's not just Katie. It's not just Mike. It's not just Duke. It's not just Zach. It's all of them together working, working to get this team to where it is now and where we want it to go. Uh, let's see here. Natty. This is going to be an exciting offseason for the big one. Dude, I, the last two have been exciting. <laughs> you know? I mean, they get us so much content and so much stuff to talk about. It's ridiculous. Arrow. He played right tackle in Baltimore and faced forced a trade because he didn't want to play right tackle. His father was left tackle. Oh, you talk about Orlando Brown? Okay, so maybe he wouldn't be a good candidate to put him at right tackle then. So, just like I said, go sign, go sign him, or go sign Armstead and get a guard or a center and kick Hopkins over. We got options. We got lots of options. Hollis, I believe Carmen will show up his second year and take that right guard spot if they don't sign a free agent. he And he might, Hoss. He might. It's just a big might, you know, and I I don't want to put Joe Burrow, Jackpot Joe Burrow, in any harm's way. I, you know, I don't want that. So, you know, if they could sign a right guard for a one-year deal, you know, like they did with Reef, sign him for a one-year deal, put him in, give Jackson another year just to sit behind him and then, if he develops like they think he can, and I th- think he can, then 2023, let him be the right guard. That's fine. I'm just not willing to do it next year. We got to fix this thing now. And I love Jackson Carmen. He's a Cincinnati kid. I want him to be to be here. Man, it's 630. Jeez, I start talking. And... <laughs> uh, let's see. Let me get a couple of comments here. I'm going to get out of here because I'm going to go watch the uh, the Bearcats. Uh, as your Hoss Atlanta release Dalton Flower, a great pass rusher, and they might get some guys, man. I mean, as far as that goes, uh, let's see, come more here. Uh, <laughs> Arrow, that's a good question. One of the Reds coming back, I dude, I have brother, I have no idea. Uh, they're barely even talking. <laughs> this is so stupid. The owners of uh, owners of. You just ruined baseball. I, I and I love baseball. I, I'm really going to be bummed if they're not playing by May or June. And I come like, what in the world can I watch? But hey, we got the USFL start back up. We'll, we'll watch some more football. I have no idea if they're coming back. I have no idea. Yeah, they're coming back, but I, I don't know when. Uh, all right, let me get to let me get doggy here. I'm the last one. I get the heck out of here. Free agency will be fun. O line chasing rings. Will line up to get here. Oh, I'm trying to get O lineman who want to chase rings will line up to get here. I think we get what we need in free agent, and that's our good. 
that are good to go for week one. We can focus on the secondary depth. Yeah. And he says, when I say focus on secondary depth, I mean on the draft. And they could, dude. That, that's honestly, they could. That's because one of the uh, two early mock drafts I put out there, I didn't do it. That was somebody I found and I just retweeted it. Uh, now he was doing this mock draft based on that they fixed the offensive line and he had them drafting a cornerback out of Auburn with the uh, 30, uh, 31st pick. So we'll see. I mean, I said, it's going to be fun. I, I love football. This is. I can't wait till March 5th. I, I, like I said, I really want to go to the draft uh, combine. I would like to, to see that. I hope they uh, let us in there. And I definitely, I'm going to, I went to this last year, spring game. Yep. April 9th football schedule just released. Yep. You're, you're right, Brad. I'm glad you brought that up. That's all my notes to talk about. Um, but yes, I, I, I cannot wait um, for football, for spring football, for, for college football, for NFL. It's, Football is we're in a golden age of football in Cincinnati as far as college goes and pro goes. Uh, I will be there most likely April 9th to watch it because most likely the Bengals or the Reds won't be playing anyway. So we can watch <laughs> spring football. <laughs> but let me get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream. And I appreciate every single one of them. They're Houday Nation, Houday Legion, Cincinnati Reds, Riding Third, Heading for Home, Bearcat Ruckus, Bearcat Country, the Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar. Then you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trinipole. TikTok is at Iceman90. I will be pulling off the sound later on tonight if you want to listen to this again uh, or listen to it tomorrow. Check it out on the podcast. It's on BeanPod, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google Stitcher Play. Pretty much wherever you get your podcast, please make sure you rate, like, and review. Give me a five-star review. Leave a comment so more Cincinnati fans can find my podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. YouTubers, I'm one away from 1,500. 1,499 subscribers. Come on. Give me one more subscription. You watch on Facebook, Twitter, you haven't subscribed? Subscribe. I would greatly appreciate it. Because like I said, if it wasn't for you guys, I'd never be able to do this. And I love doing this. I have so much fun doing this, you know. So I appreciate you guys watching, take the time to comment and, and share the show out and everything. I tell you this all the time, but honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I truly appreciate you guys and the chat crew, the people who are just watching the show, people who listen to it on podcast. I truly, truly do appreciate you. Uh, let me get Dennis' Dennis's comment here real quick and I get out of here. Hey, Strawberry Ice, do you think next year the Bengals fans look at me so loud like a playoff run? What do you think? Do I think we're having our playoff run is what you're asking? I think that's what you meant. Yes, we're having our playoff run. Now, people ask about Jeremy. Jeremy's, I haven't been able to talk to him. I've been so daggone busy. I got to try to give him, if I don't call him tonight, I'm going to call him tomorrow. So, Jeremy, if you're watching, I'm going to give you a call. Um, he's at home recovering. Uh, hopefully, he'll as soon as he can, he's coming back on the show. And we're going to have some good times here. So, keep, your, keep Jeremy your thoughts and prayers. He's got a long road of recovery. But he will be back at it better than ever. And as my boy, Jeremy D likes to say, remember one thing and one thing only. And that is, you don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati, so act like it. Who day? Let's go watch some Bearcats. I think they're going to whip up on Wichita State tonight. And that's just sports, baby. See ya!
Yeah, we follow, like that black and orange or bottle Bingo bottle, never stop it, 